The Drive Home with Kenton Dick on Mix 96. Joining me, uh, Kelvin Gertzen, Education Minister, of course, MLA here in Steinbeck. Kelvin, from a concerned member of the public, how are, how are you doing? Oh, well, I mean, I think I'm like everybody, right? Um, you get fatigued and you get tired of hearing about coronavirus and you know, reacting to coronavirus. And I think we're all feeling fatigue with it. Uh, it's been several months. We're not, you know, not through it yet, obviously. We always knew it would be a marathon and not a sprint. But it's like any marathon, I suppose, and I'm not trying to say I'm a marathon runner. <laughs> but, you know, people start to hit a bit of a wall at some point, and you have to kind of push through it. And I think that that's really where we're at. There's a lot of people who are kind of hitting the wall, but we need to just push through this. Uh, and keep going to the finish line. So, yeah, I think like everybody, uh, I feel a bit tired of it too. Um, but uh, we need to keep going. Yeah. Manitoba is in a tough spot right now with, you know, like many active COVID-19 cases. And I, I saw you'd mentioned on Facebook just that Steinbeck in particular has a really high transmission rate. Can you put that into context? How How is the situation in Steinbeck? So both in Manitoba in general and Steinbach in particular, we have among the highest transmission rates uh, in Canada. And, you know, Steinbach in particular, I heard one statistic that we were three or four times higher than Toronto on a per capita basis, of course. And so um, it's really high. It's really significant. There's a lot of the virus spreading within uh, our community. I think when this started back in March or April, a lot of people said to me, well, I don't know anybody who has COVID, and uh, you know, I don't know anybody who's been affected. I suspect now that there's there's few people who don't know anybody who's who's been affected, and there are a lot of people like myself who've uh, who've now lost several friends uh, to uh, to COVID nineteen. So we're in a very difficult and a very different situation than we were uh, in the spring, and that is hard, and that is not uh, not easy for anyone. Um, but collectively, we need to continue to do what we're being asked to do, follow that public health direction, uh, and continue to do it because it is our neighbors and our friends and sometimes maybe ourselves who are getting affected by this. Yeah, I noticed that you'd posted a a few friends had passed away. Our condolences, of course. You know, everybody is, is, uh, I think, now being touched by this, and we've lost some, you know, community leaders in the southeast and in Steinbeck in particular, people that I've been uh, close to uh, politically and in other ways, um, and it really hits home. Then, right, you realize that this is, you know, very, very significant. It is very, very serious. Yes, it is true that there are many people who will get the virus and have, you know, not a lot of significant effects, particularly if you're young or if you don't have underlying health conditions. Um, but we have to think sort of a little bit beyond ourselves and what we think are individual impact will be because now that impact is reaching into the community and there are many many lives that are getting touched by this and tragically and so very difficult time um, but I uh, I am optimistic that we're going to get through this this too will pass but there's some hard work ahead of us before we get there and we have to sort of all kind of join arms together and push through this time. Right now, Remembrance Day just wrapped up, and the next big thing is Christmas. I get kind of the sense that uh, the province pushing really, really hard to get this thing under control so that we can have a little bit of a Christmas. Is is that the case in some ways? Well, I mean, I think we would like to. And, you know, you mentioned Remembrance Day and, and Christmas, and they're two very different sort of times, right? And Remembrance Day, we think back about those generations who have had to 
do very difficult things, often for very extended periods of time, uh, where they were losing loved ones very dramatically and young people who are going off to war. And we remember their struggle and their sacrifice. And the struggle that we're going through now uh, isn't a comparison, either in the depth of it or the duration of it. But we are getting a bit of a taste of what it's like to sacrifice. And so, yeah, we need to sacrifice a bit now. And the hope would be then that when we get to Christmas, which I know was a very meaningful holiday both for my family and particularly for this area and this region from a faith-based perspective, that we'll be able to you know, have uh, a, a Christmas that is a little bit like we would expect with our friends and family. Um, but you know, Christmas is also you know, um, a holiday when we think about things that are a little bit beyond, our, uh, beyond ourselves. And uh, particularly at Christmas, we think about those things that are more uh, eternal and more than we're facing here on Earth. And so we need to both remember the sacrifice that people had during, you know, Remembrance Day, which is now past, but also look forward to think a little bit beyond ourselves uh, as we uh, head to Christmas and try to get these numbers down. Speaking of Christmas, I see you put up your Christmas decorations a little early. Some (laughs) much-needed positivity, maybe? Okay, so I, I have a very strong rule in my house that my <laughs> wife and I have agreed on that we don't ever put up Christmas decorations before Remembrance Day. I We just always believe that we should wait to Remembrance Day is over. Uh, this is the one year where we just really felt we needed <laughs> a little bit of Christmas spirit uh, before Remembrance Day is, is, a, is a pick-me-up. And I I suspect that our uh, our veterans and and those who've sacrificed for our freedom uh, would understand that a bit because we're collectively going through some challenging times. And I think you know, for us, that was one of the ways we could get a little bit of a, a pick me up over the last few days. But I think everybody has to figure out what that is for them. And it's very important for people in these difficult times while they're following the public health uh, rules and advice to find a way and to do what you need to do within the context of following those rules to give yourself a little bit of, you know, a mental relief and a pick-me-up. Because that's, that's really important. Or that's, we're going to need to do that to push through this time. Yeah, we all got to find something to keep us up. Okay. As a leader in the community, how do you want us to behave in the next four weeks? We have to behave in a way that is respectful for those that are around us. This is really impacting people in our community. We have our friends and we have neighbors who are getting sick, who might have long-term consequences from that, and in some cases, uh, they are passing away. We are now, we are seeing that very dramatically. And it might not be um, you individually or me individually who ends up getting uh, sick, but we can be part of helping others around us. So this has always been a community that believes in helping those both near to us, but also far away in other places. But we have now an opportunity, although it's going to be a challenge and it might take some self-sacrifice, to help those most directly and close to us. We can help our neighbors. We can help those that are vulnerable by following these public health rules and advice. What we shouldn't be doing is trying to find ways around them. This is not the time to, to look at the rules and go, how can I just get, get around this because this is an inconvenience to me? This is an inconvenient time. This is a hard time. This is a difficult time. But there's never been a better time to display 
and to show what this community has always been about. And it's about how do you help somebody who you might not know or help somebody that you do know or help somebody that lives far away or help somebody that lives right next to you. And you can do that by just following the public health advice for this relatively short period of time in our lives to get through this. And on the other side of this, we're going to look back if we do that and be really, really proud of the effort that we put in this together and be a living demonstration of the things we always say and that we know our community and our community members are about. Oh, beautifully said. Thank you. Take care. Take care.